0: Hello and welcome to another episode. Today, we're actually going to be talking about four mindsets that will sabotage your progress um, if left unchecked. So, I'm really excited to talk about this with you guys today because, as an inner healing pastor, as a life coach, as a mom of a special needs child. Um, I have just seen over and over and over again that we all have these little sticky places that really do influence, um, whether or not we're actually going to develop resilience, whether or not we are going to be able to have that stick-to-itiveness that enables us to work through problems. So I'm going to talk about the four common mindset issues that I personally see um, as a hormone coach, life coach, and inner healing pastor um, that really will sabotage our progress. So make sure to pay attention, take notes, Um, look for areas that you personally maybe struggle the most because we all have our own kind of um, weak spots or blind spots. And so my goal in sharing this with you is that you're able to see, oh, I have a tendency to go into black or white thinking or all or nothing thinking. And that actually really, really, really keeps me stuck. So that's the first one that I'm gonna talk to you guys about today. That is the all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking. Um, There are other terms other psychological terms that we can use to describe that Um, but really it is um, as the name says that it's either all or it's nothing and if you're listening to me and this is a part of your kind of tendency you're going to know exactly what I mean with very little explanation Um, but for people who struggle with all or nothing thinking it's um, how this presents itself is I either do it all right Or it's all wrong. Um, I either do it perfectly or I'm not going to see results. Um, And if I don't do it all right, then that means I'm not going to see the progress that I need to see. Or more commonly, what is the point of showing up for myself if I can't do it perfect? Now, as somebody who uh, is recovering from a clinical diagnosis of obsessive compulsive disorder, I've actually uh, I don't would not meet the criteria for that. Probably for the last 10 years, but as somebody who formally struggled with that perfectionism, that all or nothing thinking, that black or white trap um, that my brain would get stuck in was very, very, very real to me. Um, And it kept me from making decisions for a long time. And it actually kept me in paralyzing fear because of it. And so this is one of the reasons why we actually need to understand how we're wired and when our brain actually goes into those more cognitive distortions um, that do keep us stuck. So how this presents for clients that I'm typically working with. It's, well, I didn't have time to watch the whole 15 minute video this week. So I'm not going to do it at all because if I don't do all of it, I'm not going to see progress. Or I wasn't able to fulfill this particular action step. And so because I wasn't able to fulfill this particular action step, there's no point in showing up at all. And do you see how? How that doesn't totally make sense when we say it out loud, but we accept it as a totally normal thought uh, because it's familiar to us. And so, but when we say it out loud, it's like, well, no, but I could have gotten five minutes in while I was doing laundry, or I could have gotten five minutes in while I was on the drive to pick my kids up from school. And that would have given me five minutes of information that would have provided me the comfort, the encouragement. What have you that I needed to get through my day, right? So, that all or nothing thinking, be aware of this because it absolutely is a trap. Um, In that in between space of all and nothing, there is so much that we can do and think about. And so, for me, when I find myself starting to get into that trap, Um, I usually am able to recognize that there's usually an underlying anxiety, that there may be a fear that if I don't do it all perfectly, something's going to happen. So it's really important to pay attention to that background anxiety, um, that may be contributing to the all or nothing thinking. It doesn't usually pop up on its own. Um, it's usually a manifestation of some other underlying anxiety. That's really contributing to the symptoms or the, the thought process that you're having. Um, Another big mindset issue that really sabotages our goals. And this is something that I have found myself saying. And it's something that I constantly reevaluate when I hear myself say it. I'm like, oh, is that actually true? And that is the myth that I don't have enough time. Now, the reality is that we all only have a, a time budget. All of us have an individual time budget. So if you had asked me two years ago, if I had enough time for something, I probably would have said no. And that would have been real and honest for me um, because my daughter was in the fight of her life against pandas. So, um, so the reality was that maybe I did have the time, but I didn't have the emotional energy. Um, and so, but where I typically see this as a practitioner pop up is when um when we're prioritizing the wrong thing so for example if somebody says to me you know we're working together on hormone balancing or emotional coaching through emotional problems and they say i don't have enough time then my question that i kind of bring back to them and it's a genuinely curious question it's not a judgment question do you struggle with low energy in the morning afternoon fatigue and often find yourself grabbing another cup of coffee or soda just to get through the day? If that's the you, then you may be doing more harm to your stress hormones, mood and sleep than you think while caffeine from coffee gives you a nice boost of energy. Initially, it depletes your adrenal glands of essential nutrients that are responsible for supporting healthy sleep and stress patterns. This is is why I recommend Rasa Adaptogenic Super Functional Tea. This robust blend of adaptogenic herbs not only gives you sustained energy, it nourishes your adrenal glands, your immune system, and supports lower cortisol, which leads to overall improvement in your nervous system health, health balanced mood, and better sleep. This robust blend of herbs actually tastes like coffee, um, and it comes from the cacao plant as well as all of those different adaptogenic herbs that are super delicious. You won't even miss your cup of coffee in the morning. Make sure to grab yours for 15% off at wearerasa.com using the code Abundant Wellness with Andrea. Is do you have time for the cramps that keep you in bed for three days out of the month? Do you have time for the menstrual migraines that keep you in bed three days out of the month? Do you have time to miss four days of work because your periods are so heavy that you can't leave the house? Um, Do you have time to repair the emotional damage in your marriage and your children by not gaining the skills to emotionally regulate yourself? See, those are the things we don't count when we're saying, I don't have enough time for something. That's usually because we're spending an inordinate amount of time managing other symptoms in our life that really we don't have to manage. So let me give you an example for this. Um, I've shared this story many, many times on this podcast. um, So I'll keep it very short just for the sake of not wanting to bore you guys to death. Um, But when I... Um, When I first had my daughter, my first daughter, uh, when she was nine months old, I started having panic attacks, insomnia, anxiety, Uh, my moods were just in the toilet, my hormones were shot, just completely shot, and um, I did not have the time to drive an hour each way to go to my doctor's office. Um, I did not have the time to manage my different supplements or now cook everything from scratch like I had to do. But I also did not have time to be having a panic attack for an hour every single morning while my husband went to work and I was left to fend for myself. I also did not have time to be awake for three hours every single night because that was absolutely impacting my nervous system, my mood my spiritual health, my emotional health, you name it, all of it was impacted by that. So if I had really, truly believed that at face value, I don't have time to drive an hour each way. I made the time because what I really didn't have time for was the emotional damage that, um, that I was experiencing. Um, I really didn't have time for how this was impacting my marriage. I really did not have time to be awake for three hours every single night. Do you see what I'm saying? So we really need to make sure that when we find ourselves saying, I don't have enough time, it's looking at, okay, well, do I really have time to be suffering with these symptoms? No, then I probably can give 15 minutes out of my week to prioritize my health and these particular issues. So if you find yourself saying that, uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It may actually be true in your season, but I will just say as an observation, 90% of the time it's not, um, Um, okay. And this is the, another myth is actually the perfection trap. So it has to be perfect. Otherwise it's not worth doing. So most of us, if we find ourselves in that place of really craving perfection or striving for perfection or feeling anxiety, when something is not perfect, typically there's some other route to that anxiety. Either there was severe punishment around things, not being perfect perfect or there was a lack of attention for things not being perfect. There's usually some sort of root system there that really does need to be addressed. Um, but or or typically it's like I have to feel safe and I won't feel safe if things are not perfect. Um, Etc. So, but the reality is, you don't have to do things perfectly in order to make progress. In fact, that imperfect action is what built my business. I was working part time as a nursing instructor. Um, I was also working part time night shift in the pediatric answer line. I had a child who was extremely ill, um, and our life was kind of circling the toilet, for lack of a better word. I did not have the time quote unquote, like I just said, to be perfect and be perfectly detailed in everything that I did for my business. But I still put forward that imperfect action. I launched my first um, group coaching program that was wildly successful, still is wildly successful. Um, I launched my second group coaching program, which has been wildly successful and just continued to build from there. And none of it was Built on perfect action. It was all built on taking the steps that I could with what I was given and stewarding that well. So if you find yourself uh, in that perfection trap of it has to be perfect. Otherwise X, Y, or Z really dig into why it has to be perfect in order to be okay. Uh, because more than likely there is, there's is some kind of root there that needs to be dealt with either emotional or spiritual, or even physiological. There are sometimes physiologic things that happen that, Um, create almost an obsessiveness towards perfection. And so making sure that we are paying attention to that. And the other tool that I would use if you find yourself in that perfection trap is what fruit is this bringing into my life? Is the fruit stress? Is the fruit chaos? Is it anxiety? Is it making other people walk on eggshells? If that's the fruit, then we need to evaluate if that actually lines up with Uh, our value system. Because more than likely, we're not calculating how that's actually impacting others around us, ourselves, et cetera. So something to be mindful of. And then number four is probably the biggest one that I see, the pro- probably the biggest area that I see the most self-sabotage. And this is the, I'm not seeing progress, so I might as well stop here. And there's different verbiage. You can fill it in with your own words, whatever that may look like. But we've all been there, right? Like I remember getting to that place in my daughter's healing journey where it seemed like she wasn't responding to her medication, her treatment, the way that she had been for the six months prior. And it felt like, in fact, we were moving backwards. And I noticed my myself kind of starting to spin out a little bit and starting to think, gosh, like, do we need to find a different treatment plan? What am I doing wrong? I must need to increase her supplements. I must need to do this, this, and this differently when really, really? What I needed to do was reach out to the expert that we were working with and say, hey, you've been working with us for two years. What do we do? What are we missing? And get a game plan for that. And um, and so where I see the most self-sabotage happen is when people stop seeing progress and instead of reaching out for the help that's available to them, um, they give up. They retreat. They say, "You know what? This isn't for me. I can't do. You know, I can't do this. I'm not seeing the progress that I would expect to see, and therefore, it must not be working." Instead of realizing, especially if you're working with somebody who's an expert in their field who has an incredibly, you know, robust uh, track record, to say, "You know what? Maybe there's something I'm not seeing because I'm inside." of, you know, I'm inside of myself. So we don't have the perspective that somebody else has who's outside of us, um, that can actually enable us to see what we're actually missing. Um, because a lot of times, um, especially for the women in the hormones program, for example, the, ha- the hormone wellness Academy and the happy hormones program is, uh um, They will look at, you know, I'm getting my veggies in, I'm taking the supplements that were recommended to me, and I'm just not seeing the changes, but we put more, they're putting more weight on the supplements or the food and not enough weight on the lifestyle. And so then when we look at their full month of cycle tracking, we're able to see, oh, there's some nuances to your stress that is impacting your mood. Let's tweak this instead. Um, maybe there's some really big emotional things that came up in your marriage or your parenting. Um, those are emotionally stressful. And so having a supplement isn't necessarily going to resolve the problem. Maybe we need to work on digging in a little bit deeper into the emotional aspect of that to really get the results that we need. And so when, so I would challenge you, if you are listening, that if you fall into the camp of I'm not seeing progress, so I might as well give up, um, then, that is to reach out to the person that is supporting you um, or reach out to somebody that you want support from and say, hey, look, I'm stuck here. I'm tired of feeling stuck and I am not giving up on my goal to heal my emotions, to get spiritual freedom, to balance my hormones, whatever it is that that progress is attached to, right? Whatever that goal is and say, I need help getting over this hump and don't let go. We've got to develop a certain tenacity to overcoming the problems that life throws at us. And so if you have found yourself in any one of these camps, I would highly encourage you, to hop on over to my Instagram page, send me a message, let me know the thought pattern that you're really stuck on and I would, more, I would love to uh, just give you some pointers, some tips, and some advice. Um, if you are ready to start working on your hormones, um, please either send me an email at andrea at andrea.com or shoot me a DM um, on Instagram at andrea.com These links will be in the show notes. Um, if you're ready to start working on your emotional and spiritual health, we do have some spots available in the Keys to Emotional Freedom. Uh, the link to join that that. That will be in the show notes, or of course, you can shoot me a message or an email. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this blessed you today.